0: Hey, it's Carrie Robina, host of Dream Builders Podcast, and I would like to welcome you to episode number three, where we are talking about how to build your network marketing business with integrity. You are probably asking yourself, really, do we need to have an episode on how to have integrity as people in business? And my answer is yes. I want to make sure that we build a solid foundation. I have come up with five ways for you to make sure That you are building a business in a way that you can build trust with other people so that you have a solid business. Now, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. You're listening to Dream Builders Podcast, designed to help you build your dream life through network marketing. Here's your host, Carrie Robina. As we head into this episode talking about how to build your network marketing business with integrity, I do want to share with you the Dream Builders quote of the week. It is by Jim Rohn. It says, never wish life were easier, wish that you were better. Let me say that again. Never wish life were easier, wish that you were better. And that's what I feel will help us in building our business with integrity, is not always hoping and wishing for other things, but trying to make ourselves better. And one of the ways that we can make ourselves better is to make sure that we have a solid ground, a solid foundation for our businesses. I do want to begin by sharing with you the difference between ethics and integrity, The textbook definition of integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or moral uprightness. Ethics is moral principles that govern a person's behavior or the conducting of an activity. So if you put those two things together, integrity is a quality or a character trait of a person, And ethics is a principle that guides the way a person acts and behaves. You're probably familiar with the leadership guru, John Maxwell. He has said that there is no such thing as business ethics. In other words, he's meaning that business itself has no ethics, but you and me as the business person are either ethical or we aren't. Or I would like to add, we are someone who has integrity, or we aren't. Okay. And just like any industry, network marketing, direct sales, MLM, whatever you wanna call it. There's a code of ethics. And there, I don't know if you know this, but there is something called the Direct Sellers Association. And this is something that most network marketing companies use to run their business. They have a framework for running a network marketing company with a code of ethics to make sure that you and I are building with integrity, that we can help other people and give them a great experience and a company that they can be proud of. If you want to read all about that code of ethics at the Direct Sellers Association, you can go to their website and read through it. I took a peek through it and I know that my company that I'm associated with, that we definitely um, are with the Direct Sellers Association. In fact, our founder Helped write the code of ethics. And I'm thankful that I have a strong groundwork. And I'm pretty certain that if you are listening to this episode and you are someone who wants to learn how to build your dream life, then you are with a company that is ethically sound and has a good foundation. So um, that is, you can find all of that. But today, I didn't want to talk about a written moral code because boring. You can go read through that on your own time. I really want to address our heart posture, as I call it, as network marketing. It's our character who makes us who we are. And I believe it's something that can help us stand out from the crowd of this noisy world of e-commerce and online business. And I really want to help you build your dream business and your build your dream life. And we can be stable and solid when we build with integrity. And I'll never forget when I was in elementary school. Here's a little a side note when I talk about building a strong foundation for our businesses. When I was in elementary school, I had a vocal solo for one of our concerts. Now, I spent my childhood, my teenage years, my early 20s performing on stage and doing theater. But the very first solo. I still can remember the words to it. I still know the guiding moral principle behind it. I'm going to spare you and not sing it for you today. But it was saying, don't build your house on a sandy land, because if you build it on sandy land, you're going to have to build it twice. But if we build our businesses and our lives on a strong foundation, a strong moral foundation, then we are off to a great start and it's not going to crumble. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this today, because we want to make sure that we are people who others know that they can trust whether they are using our products or they're using our services or they decide to come on and partner with us in business. Because you would be surprised. No matter what industry it is, I'm not just talking about network marketing and that, there are people who give it a bad rap sometimes and who maybe don't have the most integrity, aren't the most honest, but that is not going to be you. So I made a list of five ways to build your network marketing business with integrity. The first thing that I want to talk about is focusing on relationship. I want you to focus on that. Serve people and the profit will follow. It's very simple. Serve people and the profit will follow. Genuinely reach out to people as people, not just a prospect. I know we use the word prospect, so I don't want you to get caught up in prospect. That really just means someone that you might want to do business with, somebody that you think that you could help. So don't get too caught up on prospect. If we use that, you might hear that a lot with your company, but just know prospect is another word for person. Get to know them. What are they passionate about? What brings them joy? What are their struggles? what makes them unique. Find these things out about that person and then you'll unlock the best way that you can serve them. Serve them whether it is with your product, with it is a service or with the opportunity to go ahead and to go into business with them. And here are some tips for you on focusing on the relationship of somebody else. One of my very favorite ways to just bless people and to make their day. And this is something that I teach my team is to send somebody a Facebook voice memo message on their birthday. Like regardless if it's somebody who you want to do business with or not, it's still a fun thing to do. It's really simple. So what you do on Facebook is you find the events tab from your homepage, whether you're on a desktop or you're on a mobile device, and you'll get a list of birthdays. And it will maybe take you two to three minutes to push that little voice memo button in Messenger and send them a message and tell them, hi, happy birthday. I saw on Facebook that it's your birthday today. I just wanted to reach out and tell you, happy birthday. I hope that you have an amazing day. And that's all you have to do. Most of the time, people will respond and say, thank you. And so that's a way to begin conversations. Now, obviously, when you meet somebody, you have no idea if you have a new friend on Facebook when their birthday is, and there are, are other ways that you can reach out to people that you have just become friends with on Facebook or people that you want to get to know. But this is just one way to focus on relationship of the people that, are already, that you're already connected to on Facebook, and who knows where the conversation will start. From there. And you might be asking, well, how can I find out? I I shared with you, how can I find out what somebody's passionate about? So I shared with you, find out what they're passionate about, what brings them joy. Well, social media is a great way to find out those things. I spend time every single day. Going through my Facebook wall, maybe people that I'm newly connected to on Facebook or somebody that I think I can help with the products or the service and, um, or the business and I'll go on their Facebook wall and see what it is that they enjoy doing. And I will make note of that. What makes them happy? Is is it their children? Whatever somebody is posting about on social media, on their Facebook wall or on Instagram, whatever their social is of choice, that's pretty much what they're passionate about. Are they passionate about their pets? Do they travel often? Do they... Like to eat at restaurants? Are they a foodie? Do they like to shop at local businesses? Do they enjoy spending time with their friends? So it's just getting to know other people. And sometimes people share their struggles on Facebook. Maybe someone, for instance, I'm in a weight loss and a wellness company, and maybe someone is just, I see that they are really trying to cut out their sugar intake or they're struggling with their weight, or with their wellness, and I have a solution of something that I can help them. What is it that makes somebody unique? Maybe they are somebody who's constantly coloring their hair different colors. Um, maybe they speak a couple of different languages. I'm not sure what it is, but get to know somebody. And if you find these things out, then you're going to unlock, as I said, the best way that you can serve somebody. But always focus on the relationship first. You've been there and I've been there when you friend request somebody or you find even on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, as soon as you connect with somebody, you either get an automated response back of selling or pitching their products and what they're doing um, or you can just kind of tell that somebody, all they're really interested in is trying to pitch you their products. And that is ishy. I have gotten those direct messages. I get them every single day. And what happens is I just, I don't ever respond because it feels gross to me. And if you're focusing on the relationship first without ever, the first time you connect with somebody, without vomiting all over them, quite frankly, with what you're doing and what you're about, you have a better chance of building a relationship. And so just find out what makes them tick. Comment on their Facebook posts and like their posts. And you know what? If they never ever end up joining your opportunity or using your products, you might find a new friend in the process. And just think you have a gift of being able to encourage somebody along the way. And here's another thing if somebody doesn't if you get to that in the relationship where you start to share about the products or your business opportunity and someone says no, don't forget about them. Still go ahead and connect with them and hopefully if you're interacting with somebody, you actually like them. The beauty of this business is that we get to choose who we work with there have been times when I've not really wanted to necessarily work to somebody because if somebody's constantly a negative Nelly and there's always problems, is that really somebody that you would like to go into partnership with business or not? Because, you know, like it's it's really important because that will impact the culture of your team, it'll impact the culture of your business. The second tip that I have for you is to be trustworthy. When somebody realizes that you're reliable, that you're honest, truthful by the way that you treat them, the more likely they are to continue ordering products and services, or if they're on your team, to be committed. And trustworthiness comes into play in many areas of our businesses. I'm going to ask you some questions that can help you discover, okay, am I really somebody who's trustworthy. And I can't say that I have done all of these things perfectly. I'm sharing them with you because I have learned myself in this and I've thought, wow, I'm a pretty trustworthy person. And then I think, wow, am I really doing all of these things? Like I think sometimes that I am. And then when I ask myself these questions, I thought, wow, there are some little holes um, in the way that I run my business and how I can improve and make it better. Do you do what you say you're going to do? For example, if you say that you're going to help support somebody on the team and do a three-way call with them or be a guest on maybe if they're doing a Zoom meeting to share your story, are you someone who if you say you're going to do it, are you really doing it? Do you show up on a call when you say that you're going to show up? Or we use video chat on Messenger. So do you show up when you say that you are? Another way is, do people on your team know that you have their best interest at heart? Not your best interest at heart, but do they know that you really care about them and that you you have their back? And when somebody shares their wins and, or their struggles with you, do you keep it confidential? Or is it something that goes cross line, up line, sideline, down line? These are all ways that are so important in being trustworthy. And confidentiality is the best way to build trust with people. And let me just throw this out there. If somebody shares something with you in there, we use something called success chats in Messenger. Are you keeping that confidential? And let me just tell you that screenshotting something or texting something behind somebody's back or screenshotting a conversation and then sharing it with people, that is still not being trustworthy that can still sometimes be, that. that is still gossip. Whether you actually say it with your mouth or you do it in your actions and screenshotting something and sharing it with other people, um, that is a way to really not be somebody with integrity. Make sure that what people share with you is confidential and even your clients, that if somebody's using your products or your services and they have a weight loss goal, a wellness goal, they, um, whatever it is, a financial goal, they have trusted you enough to share this information with you. So make sure that you give them respect and keep that confidential. And one way for me to make sure that I do what I say I'm going to do is to put it in my calendar and set alarms. There have been many times when, if I haven't done that, where maybe I have been. A few minutes late or forgotten about something. And it's not real difficult these days with our mobile phones and all the apps that we have to go ahead and set a reminder to set alarms. I will on a daily basis, look at my calendar first thing and, and look at what I have going on with my team. And then set a really quick alarm on my phone and just like I would set my alarm for in the morning, but I would set it with a little note on what the call is about so that it beeps me when this comes through. On Facebook Messenger, there's something called reminders that you can set if you're following up with somebody. Then you can go ahead and put in the chat a reminder. Then all of you are getting a notification on the date and the time that you decided that you were going to follow up with one another. Okay, so be somebody who is trustworthy. Let me just go ahead and recap the two that we've done so far. Focus on relationship was the number one. The second one is to be trustworthy. The third way to build your business with integrity is to be honest. Lying is a form of manipulation. And even a white lie or a fudge is still manipulation and it is still lying. And neither way, neither of those things is an honorable way to build your business. One way that this can get out of hand is in sharing business testimonials or product testimonials. You can still share about your business opportunity and about your products and services and still have integrity. If you lost 10 pounds on the products that you're using, don't say that you lost 11 or 12. And if it took you, I don't know, three months to make your first $1,000 in your business, don't come across as making it sound like you did it overnight and that there was no work involved in building your business. This can actually get you in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. And if we're not honest, if you're not honest about your income and the product testimonials, then you're not only putting your business at jeopardy, you're putting all the other people who are associated with your company, you're putting them and their businesses in jeopardy as well. Your company has an income statement, especially if they're part of the Direct Sellers Association that we were talking about. They have an income summary statement that should go with the business testimonials that you're sharing. And this just makes sure that your company and that you are protected in your business as well. So if you don't know what an income summary is, make sure that you talk to somebody on who is your mentor somebody on your team or even reach out to your company directly and say do we have an income summary is this something that i need to be doing when i share about the business opportunity or share my business story with other people. And um, we can't make claims of when we talk about our products, especially if you're someone in the health and wellness industry, we can't make medical claims. And whatever company you're with, I'm sure that your company has guidelines on things that even when you're talking about the product and service that you can and you can't do. And let me just put this out there. So often the compliance part of our businesses can get a bad rap because they are patrolling everything people think and putting limits on them, but they really have our best interest at heart. So make sure that you know what you're doing. Here's another way that you can be honest when you are talking about your business. If you are someone who is new in network marketing, don't be afraid to tell somebody do that you're new. You don't have to have a big income story yet. You can share somebody else's story, but you could also tell a potential business partner that you are still in the process of growing a team and that you're excited to partner with them to work together to create an impact. At that point, you can share the business testimony of your mentor or someone else in your company. It's really that simple. You don't have to pretend that you're making more money than you are. And the same goes with the products or services that I was talking about. Don't claim that you've had results if you haven't, or that a product, service, or service will get certain results if they they won't. And if you don't have the answer, just Tell the person that you're talking to, that you're building that relationship with, that you don't know the answer and then tell them, you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I am going to find out. That is a great question. You don't need to use hype in order to make a sale. And when someone asks a question, answer it. You don't have anything to hide. You wouldn't be with your company if you didn't believe in it and you wouldn't be using the product or service if you didn't like it. Don't murky the waters by pretending or covering up, and you will be able to walk in freedom and sleep well at night and walk with confidence when sharing your opportunity with people when you are upfront and you are honest. Now, let's go ahead and talk about number four, respect people's boundaries. If somebody tells you no, don't keep pushing. There is that saying, you've probably heard it, no doesn't mean never, it means not now. If somebody gives you a clear, clear, clear no, don't keep pushing the envelope. And yes, a lot of times no means not now, it doesn't mean that they're never going to be interested down the road. But don't jeopardize a relationship for a sale. We're not in the convincing business. And I have seen it over and over. And I used to do it when I was early on in my network marketing career, when we see the value in something and we think everybody should have it. And we know that it's going to help change lives. But when we push people, we know that. But they don't know that yet. And how can somebody know that it's going to be something that's valuable? Well, it's by continuing to build that relationship, by continuing to be present on social media and in Instagram. If you have an email list and you're building that way, doing Facebook live videos and offer value to people's lives and who knows, they might come back to you. And it's said that people need to be exposed 32 times to something that you have to offer before they will say yes. And if somebody says that they're not interested right now, a way that you can know that you're building with integrity is to ask them, okay, I know that you said no, I totally respect that. Would you like me to keep you on my list when we have promotions, when we have sales, or um, would you like me to, I know you're saying you're not interested in it right now, you don't have the money or the time for it, can I keep you on my list and follow up with you in six months? So ask their permission, and then when so- if they say yes, then put it on your calendar, be somebody who's trustworthy and follow up with them. And then when you reach out to them again, you know, hey, they gave you permission to do that. And if they say, no, I really don't want it, respect that. Don't keep pushing. And I'm going to share with you how this worked out in my own business and in my own, my own life. So one of the biggest builders on our team that is direct to me, she's a $4 million earner with our company. I wanted to share with her about the products because I knew and in the service and the business opportunity, I knew that it could help her and I knew that she would be great at it. But here's the thing. I had a story of wellness. That's why I got started. But most people who come to our opportunity want it for the weight loss. Of course, I had weight a little bit that I wanted to lose, but I really wanted to feel better. So when I first started reaching out to her, I was talking to her about, oh, how I felt ucky in my life and I didn't feel good. And then all of a sudden, I'm using these products and these are the results that I'm getting. And she felt, I learned in hindsight, that she knew that I was really nice and she just didn't know how to tell me no. So she said, no, I'm not interested now. Try me again next month. And every month, I think for about seven months, she would tell me those same things. And then after the seventh time, I was thinking, You know, I think that she's just probably not ready. So when I reached out to her, I noticed that she was running and trying to lose weight. So now she was on a weight loss journey, and even the, and I had lost weight by this time. And so I made a connection and got to know her. I see that you're running and you're trying to lose weight. I have reached out to you every single month, and you have said to, Get back to you, but I just don't want to keep bugging you anymore. And if you, if this really isn't something that you want to do, I think I'll just go ahead and take you off my list. I said something like that. And then at that point, she thought, no, 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 I do want to hear about this. Don't take me off of your list. And then she ended up using the products and has been an amazing leader in our entire. Company, and it was. I was followed through with what she asked me to do, and I was willing to lose the sale, I guess, in saying I'm not going to bug you anymore because it was that that was quite a few times to follow up with somebody, but that's what she needed in order to go ahead and get started. So I hope that you see it was not in a way that was manipulative, it was in a way of saying, Okay, clearly, you're probably not interested in. And I was saying, I'm just going to go ahead and take you off my list. So that is how that worked out. So I respected her boundaries. She wasn't ready. I didn't keep emailing her every single week, every single day in between. She would just say, not now, follow up with me next month. Put it on my calendar, followed her up with next month. So I hope that that helps you out. Number five is be an industry team player. Don't poach somebody else's team. Don't bad mouth or put down another network marketing company ever. There is enough room in this space for all of us to find success. And there is a never-ending sea of people to serve with your products and your services. People's circumstances change on a daily basis. When I got started, We were comfortable. I was homeschooling my kiddos, enjoying life. The next thing I know, I'm not feeling well. My husband loses his job. And all of a sudden, we have a need for wellness and we have a need for an income opportunity. Not everybody wants to use the same products or services. It's a matter of doing those things, of building that relationship and know that you want to be an industry team player. Okay. We do not want to give network marketing a bad rap. There are so many different wellness companies in the network marketing space and weight loss. And at first I would kind of get territorial like, oh my goodness, my stuff is the best stuff. And although I love our stuff, I know that there is not one thing that is a hundred percent perfect for every single person. So I found a way when I would talk to people or when I do talk to people and they ask me, well, what about this company? I'm considering this and I'm considering that. And I will just tell them I'm a big ingredients girl and that people who know me know that I care about the wellness part of it. So I would tell them, look at the ingredients of both of the products. Are they whole food based? Are they going to be good for your body. If they're looking at the business opportunity, then I would give them tips. I would say, I don't know much about this compensation plan, but here's what I know about this. And I would share my story and the successes of other people and try to help them see the vision of what would happen if they came with us, but I don't say, oh no, their plan stinks or you would never wanna go with them or my neighbor's really rude and she uses that. No, be a team player for not just your company, but for the entire industry and the entire profession of network marketing. Really quick as I let you go, I'm gonna recap these really quick in five ways to build your business with integrity. The first one we talked about is focusing on that relationship the second is to be trustworthy. The third is to be honest. The fourth is is to respect people's boundaries, and the fifth is to be an industry player. And if you follow these five tips, then you are gonna be somebody who builds their network marketing business with integrity. And if this episode is something that's been helpful for you, why don't you go ahead and copy the link where you're listening right now and text it to a dream builder in your life and tell them, hey, there's some really great tips in here on how we can make sure that we're building a business with integrity and building a strong foundation. Um, And so thank you so much for listening to this episode. I want you to go out there to build your dream life and build your dream business, be a team player and know that you are in an amazing, amazing industry of network marketing. Until next time, keep building those dreams. Thanks for listening to the Dream Builders Podcast with Carrie Robina. Subscribe or follow Dream Builders wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to share this episode with the Dream Builder in your life.